Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, let's lock it in with Cam Rogers right here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. I am Cam Rogers. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Rogers 99 One of my good buddies, a reoccurring guest here on the program, Trevor Knight, founder of TKQB Academy, former UNH quarterback as well of course fellow Nashua South graduate TK what's up my man how we doing thanks for having me on of course great to have you back here you know the last time I had you on a Cam Rogers program it was the Tiger Woods show and I was like how can I make this work how can I mold things around but now it's a general sports betting show it makes a lot more sense and from what I understand you're a pretty big time sports better yeah I love it um ever since I've been out of college I like doing it just because I think I have a good insight. Well, we're going to get your insight toward the latter part of this episode. So the people will have to wait. I do just want to like generally check in with you, man. Haven't seen you in a while. Obviously a lot has happened in the last couple of years, you know, in the general world and our worlds as well. So how is everything holding up with you? Uh, It's going great, you know, staying busy, Um, you know, working a nice little boring tech job, but also, I uh, started the TKQB Academy a few years ago and kind of been rolling with that to keep me sane in the game of football. Yeah, it's been so fun to just follow you and follow that growth of that academy. And I sort of want to dive into that now, the development. I mean, just think back two years when we're yakking it up about the TKQB Academy and what you wanted from it. And now here we are, just an unbelievable following on Instagram just kind of talk about the development these last couple of years for you and seeing this thing grow. Yeah, it's been great. Um, I've really been lucky to work with uh, great kids and great families. So um, obviously if uh, quarterbacks, you got to be smart guys. And um, I'll just work with really smart, great kids and uh, makes my job very easy. You know, they're able to really retain a lot of information, um, but it's grown because of the, because of the, how, the kids work and, um, you know, how they're able to take in information and, and apply it to the game. Um, you know, it started off two year, two or yeah, two years ago, you know, I was just working with like five kids that had reached out to me and asked if I could do it. And then, you know, two years later, I got over 50, 60 kids that I'm working with. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's been pretty crazy, a little overwhelming at times, but I, I really enjoy it. Um, you know, it's been a blast. Well, it's got to be so rewarding for you, Trevor. I mean, you talk about seeing these kids at one point and then getting to another point and you're seeing them perform on the high school stage and all that jazz. So for you, what is the most rewarding part of this? I'm sure overall it's rewarding, but anything in particular? You know, I think just seeing them in game, having success and kind of just enjoying it with their teammates and and with their team, it's, that's a, that does it all for me, you know, because I see what they do behind the scenes. And I know not every quarterback um, is, is working out, working hard behind the scenes. Just to, so to see them have success, you know, that's uh, the most rewarding, what they do on the field. And, you know, some of these guys starting in college now, a couple, couple of guys I work with starting their first games actually this weekend as freshmen in college. So Awesome. It's all really exciting. You know, I, I keep in touch with all the guys I've trained uh, in season, just checking up with them every week. Uh, you know, so it's good to, uh, you know, just see these guys playing. You know, it's, it was a rough uh, year with COVID. Some of these guys got to play in three to four games, you mm-hmm. know, in, in, in a full year span. So 
So these guys have a full season and, and really get a lot of games under their belt after watching them work for the last, you know, year and a half, barely playing any football. It's, you know, it's awesome to watch. You know, I think it's fair to say that not every quarterback is the same. Does your training style defer from player to player? Or do you have a typical curriculum you just go through? Um, I'd say uh, I, I teach all the same uh, mechanics, right, to the same people, to, to everybody. I'll uh, teach everyone the, you know, the kind of the pillars I believe in, and I have my non-negotiables. And from there, I let people kind of stay natural. Um, some Patrick Mahomes do. And if I have someone that's um, a little less athletic, right, I'll tell them to watch Tom Brady, watch how great he is moving six inches in the pocket. You don't need to be a, a freak athlete with crazy speed to, to be right. a great quarterback. So. Luckily, the NFL has great examples for us. So I tell these guys, just watch, watch, watch as much football as you can on Saturday and Sunday, you know, learn, absorb as much information as you can while watching, you know, Tom Brady, Kyler Murray, you know, these guys are absolute blast to watch and you can learn so much from them. And you're sporting the TKQB Academy right now. Yeah. Love to see it. Got the there shirt. you go. <laughs> Serious swag. I need one of those, my man. I'll wear one on an episode down the line. I'll hook you up. There you go. Uh, so where do you see this going, man? I mean, what is the goal? What's the next step here? You continue to grow this thing. So I'm sure you have goals, lofty goals. Yeah. You know, I, I have a working with a ton of guys right now. I don't want to say I have everyone I need or like want, you know, I love to work with more people, but I kind of love where I'm at with it right now. Um, it's not overwhelming. I'm still able to, you know, hold another job and still do this as much as I, as much as I'd like to right now. Um, you know, I just like to work with these kids when they're a little younger. So by the time they get to high school, we're not focusing, you know, 95% on how to throw a football. We're focusing mm. on how can I get better in game or, you know, certain, uh, you know, aspects of the game. So I think where I see this going is definitely working with a big younger group and trying to get them going. Because some of the people I worked with uh, for three years now or yeah, sec two, two, three years now, you know, they're having, I see them having tons of success. And I'm like, dang, man, I wish I, like, I wish I got you when you were like, you know, 13 or 12 years old. And, and you would have been that much better by the time you're 18, you know? So that's kind of where I'd like it to go. I'd like to start with, you know, seventh to eighth graders more. Um, but yeah, I, I really, I, I also do train a lot of seventh and eighth graders, but, and those kids are, they, they do a tremendous job. Um, but that, I think that's where you kind of get a lot of your muscle memory or in those younger years, it's easier to retrain, you know, retract those steps and yeah. apply, you know, new mechanics. It's like a golf swing. You know, if you swing a golf club bad your whole life, it's hard to learn when you're 45 as opposed to <laughs> when you're 13. Right. Absolutely. I mean, you can get stuck in this rut or this hole, right. Of just doing the same thing over and over and, you know, your body's just so used to something that it's hard to really get out of it. That's a great point there. And uh, it's the TKQB Academy, folks. He's doing a fantastic job with that. I want to shift gears here to the National Football League. And I want to talk about your New England Patriots. Now, they seem to me like they could be contenders. I mean, something's gelling out there in Foxborough. What say you? Yeah, you know, I think they, I think they really can be. You know, they have a good enough defense to where they can stay in the game with anybody. And I think Mac Jones is getting better week to week. Uh, they have a great running game. Um, 
multiple backs who can who, who can do the who can carry the rock. Um, you know, as you see every year with the Patriots, it's like a you know it's in and out with the running backs. You never right. know who's going to have a revolving door. Yeah, Damian Harris has had a great year, minus the fumbles. Um, but I think Mac Jones gets better every week, and he, you know he, in my opinion, he's the best rookie quarterback right now, as of right now. You know, there's no other rookie quarterback I'd rather have on the Patriots right now than Mac Jones. Even Trevor Lawrence. I know Trevor Lawrence is great, but I'd rather have Mac Jones for, for what we run as an offense, you know, for what we ask him to do. You know, we love to compare TK, you know, especially with the Patriots quarterbacks to Tom Brady. And I don't want to go in that rabbit hole of like, is he the next Tom Brady? But do you see similarities from the early Tom Brady of like 0-1-0-2 horizontal passing game? Good defense, good special teams, and winning those Super Bowls. Yeah, I, I really do. Um, and you look at his college career. You know, he was behind uh, Jalen Hurts and Tua. You know, those are yeah. both like number one quarterbacks in the nation. You know, and and he waited his time and he showed resiliency and it showed when his his, his senior year. You know, he was incredible. And I tell I you know I argue with my roommates. I said, "Yep, Mac Jones might be the best quarterback in the draft." I was saying it. Uh, like in the this past winter, because you know he has a great completion percentage, yards, great, great touchdown interception ratio, and they're like, "Oh, well, he's throwing a Bama receivers." I say, "Yeah, well, <laughs> so is Jalen Hurts, and he looks a lot better than Jalen Hurts." You know, it's right. drops the ball or drops back and puts the ball on his in his receiver's hands. You know, that's really all you can ask for. We'll see what happens with the Patriots. They looked pretty good. Last week against Sam Darnold, although that's always the case. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Sam, I, you know, for the sake of Sam Darnold, I'd like to see him have a little success against the Patriots at least one time. Yeah. Even in the NFC, he still can't get it done. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It was a great game last week for the Patriots. We'll see what happens going forward for them. They have this week the Browns, Patriots minus one and a half. I'm hammering the Patriots. Yeah, just out of, just out of respect. Yeah. You know? No Nick Chubb this week for the Browns. Yeah, that's huge. We'll see what happens there. Big game for New England. Just touching quickly upon the rest of the rookie quarterbacks, TK. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, all these guys out here right now. I mean, anybody else sticking out to you? I know Zach Wilson's been out for the last few weeks, but maybe we'll stick with uh, Lawrence here. Obviously, he's not in the most ideal situation, but – you know, is he the guy in Jacksonville? Is it too early? Where are we at there? Uh, he's, he's definitely the guy in Jacksonville. Um, unfortunately, Jack, like Jacksonville doesn't score a lot of points, so they're not up on red zone a lot, you know, yeah. so. <laughs> That's true. I haven't watched – I've watched Trevor Lawrence in a couple games. I haven't watched too much of him. Um, he's definitely not getting a lot of help. Uh, you know, first – Urban Meyer, first-year head coach, it's – it's going to be an uphill battle for him in there just because of the absolute deployment that went on in their organization the last few years. Yeah. You know, so it's definitely going to be a battle. I think that's one that's going to be, you're going to judge in like three years from now, you'll say that was a good pick or Trevor Lawrence is good. You know, I, I think it's a little too early to tell on him, right. um, but I will say he's not playing as well as Mac Jones is, you know? So I think that's where you kind of got to see it. Mac Jones is in a better situation, but, you know, Trevor Lawrence was in this in Mac Jones' situation. And, you know, tough to Who say. Knows? Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing about football, too, when we compare individuals on different teams, right? It's the ultimate team sport. 
you have to block on the offensive line. You have to get off the field if you're a defense. You have to get open if you're a wide receiver. I mean, it's just so hard sometimes to get so granular with football, right? Yeah, I mean, if you if you can't run the ball, it's going to make it really hard to throw the ball, you right. know? And that's what helps Mac Jones so much. And a lot of other quarterbacks can't really say, you know, can't really say the same thing, that they're getting a lot of help. Because you know, if they know you're passing, you're, you know, they can be really creative in the NFL. They can be super creative on coverages and, and different little wrinkles that they do week to week um, that'll make your life really hard. So you got to be great at all phases. Um, and if you're not like, you know, the Jaguars haven't been great in the run game this year, you know, they're, Trevor Lawrence is going to struggle mm. as, a, as a result of that. Yeah. A lot of rookie quarterbacks in the NFL right now. We will see how they pan out. I do want to talk about Patrick Mahomes. He's been a topic of conversation for quite some time here in regards to quote unquote regression as a quarterback. And I struggle to sign on to that narrative here, Trevor, but I do feel like he is pressing a little bit at the quarterback position. And I do want to get your thoughts on him. I mean, are you seeing something mechanically that's wrong? I mean, is he getting a little too aggressive, maybe feeling the pressure with a bad defense? I don't know. Yeah. You know, I think he plays with an overload of confidence. And I think for the first time in his career, it's really biting him you know yeah. he's gotten really lucky over the years on some of those and he's gotten really unlucky this year so I, w- I you know I wouldn't write him off but I would you know kind of keep an eye on where that's going <laughs> you know I think he'll the Chiefs will always be you know they got to start playing some defense but right you no know, with with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback they're going to be in every game you know as long as they can get a few stops on defense but they should be in every game um, I know they haven't been recently, but, you know, he's an unbelievable talent. And with Kelsey and Hill, um, I don't know what's going on. I'm not going to say they're broken, but they need some fixing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. their whole scheme, you know, it's it's just not really working right now. So I think it's kind of starts at the top. Um, and then Mahomes got to stop with the bad turnovers, you know. Like here, picks here and there, here and there are going to happen in the NFL. You throw enough times. Yeah. Uh, those are professionals on defense. They're paid to stop you from throwing the ball to catch it. So, you know, bad stuff's going to happen. But some of those picks he's had are just absolutely inexcusable. You know. What do you think about <laughs> these almost... arm slots that he's throwing out of? You know, the sidearm stuff. You know, I think it's some of sometimes uh, he does it a little unnecessarily and I think that might hurt him I think being able to throw from different arm slots is a is a great tool to have in your toolbox but Mm -hmm. you you shouldn't just be you know doing the bringing out random slots when you don't need them you know right because I'm not he's kind of got to get back a little more natural I think because he is doing a little too much I think he's dropping his elbow below his shoulder so he, he might have some things to clean up for sure you know, Lamar Jackson does that sidearm throw a lot as well. And I don't think he's as tall as Patrick Mahomes. So a lot of times the balls get batted down and it's like so frustrating yeah. because the receiver's open, just go 12 to six, baby, like up and down, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You gotta, uh, you know, you gotta, if they're jumping, that's when you hit the side arm yeah. slot. And if they're, you know, it's, it's tough, uh, but he's, he's another guy that throws from a, a little bit lower of a slot and that's going to continue to happen, you know, but if Kyler Murray can do it, then these guys have no excuses for getting passes batted down. That's a good point. 
Drew Brees. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Russell Wilson. Okay, well, you know, we're at the halfway point-ish in the NFL season here, Trevor. I mean, we're going to start seeing the contenders peel away from the pretenders, if you will. Your impression so far in terms of who you think will go to the Super Bowl, do you have a prediction at the midway point? Um, you know, up until last week, I'd say the Bills are a real contender. I, yeah. I still think they are. But, you know, as far as the AFC goes, I'd consider the Patriots a real contender. I don't think anybody wants to play them. Nobody's going to want to play them. Okay. Um, Bring it on. I want the Ravens to take them on. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, I think the Ravens, they've shown res- some resiliency. I think Lamar's kind of put that whole, uh, if you get up two touchdowns on them, they're done yeah. away. You know? I think he's he's developed enough as a passer to where he can beat you either way, you know. Um, so they're, they're going to be in the discussion. And it's incredible the year he's having without any running backs. Um, so that's crazy. Yeah. I'd still consider the Chiefs, you know, they, they – it's all about firing at the right time and, and they have all the people pieces there to fire at the right time. So they start winning a lot of games and, and they win four in uh, December. Then that's when you'll, that's when people are going to start kind of riding the chiefs waves, but I, I really wouldn't count them out. And I like, I do like the chargers with Herbert. Uh, he, he's shown some, some, some crazy arm talent and you know, he's, he's very impressive. Uh, as far as NFC, I really only see the uh, the Bucks and Packers. Okay. Okay, Rams go down to the Titans last Sunday night. I mean, that's the NFL for you. I mean, it was a wild last week in general. And I forgot about the Rams, my bad. Yeah. The Rams are definitely a contender. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are set with McVay. The, and... the winner of the Super Bowl is going to come out of the NFC. Okay. All right. I could probably agree with that, quite frankly. Um, yeah. Explain to me, Trevor, how the Buffalo Bills can go into Jacksonville and lose a football game nine to six. And I sort of want to tie this into your career. Like as a player, did you ever go into a game like at South playing Spalding where like you laid down your arms a little bit and you got upset or I mean, is that a real thing when you play? It definitely is um, in in definitely in, in college. Right. It was we, we lost we would go beat an FBS team and then we'd come home and, you know, lose to a team in a way smaller, weaker conference than us. So someone's just got to catch you at the wrong time. You know, the bills down in Florida, it's probably a little humid down there. They're probably practicing all week in the cold. So all those things can play in, Um, you know, Jacksonville, I don't know how fun of a city it is. Maybe the guys went out the night before that's (laughs) um, in professional sports. That's not uncommon as uncommon as people would think um (laughs) so i wouldn't you know that's why you see sometimes when people play miami late in the year it's a tough place to win right for an upset oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. um but you know these guys are professionals too and it's it those players in the nfl are are so good at this point that you know the, the difference between players isn't uh like crazy so relative yeah very small relative right the best is that much better than the worst you know i think people are just so good right now um and you know maybe jacksonville had a their coaches really put a lot of time in this week their defensive coaches they had a great answer for something you know sometimes 
as an offense, you're just not expecting them to do something and then you try to counter that and doing stuff that you didn't plan on doing and that you didn't practice that week. So it can really be uh, an explosion of bad things happening. But I was really surprised to not see them at least score two touchdowns on Josh Allen just rolling out of the pocket, being a dude, making plays. Totally. So that was very shocking to me. Yeah, you know, it's interesting how the NFL is such a relative game. And then on the college side of things, a lot of times college can be just chalk right? Georgia versus Tennessee, Georgia will win 10 out of 10 times. Like that's just going to happen. Right. Um, But with the NFL, obviously like it's any given Sunday, blah, blah, blah. Upsets Mm -hmm. happen in college too. Obviously. I mean, dude, how do you explain Purdue? They've been like big boy hunters this year. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, quarterback just throws for 500 on Michigan state. That was nuts. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of college, my man, I want to talk about your UNH cats. They started off the year ripping off three wins, three and six to this point. What do you make of the season so far? I'm sure there are some silver linings that you have. Yeah. Um, you know, it's tough. They've dropped six straight now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a little speechless. No, uh, <laughs> no, they're having just a down year. It's tough. COVID, you know, kind of, I think it screwed up their, you know, recruiting classes a little bit. They weren't able to recruit as many guys or something happened. Um, but I think they're just having a down year. I think, you know, these last two games are extremely uh, winnable to at least get to five and six. Mm-hmm. Um, but the CAA as a whole, as the conference this year, I mean, there's only two, I think there's only two ranked teams in it because everybody's just beating everybody. Cannibalizing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. Everyone's just taking each other out of the playoffs. Right. <laughs> it's like <laughs> so the uh, big 10 East. Gonna, yeah. I think everyone's going to finish six and five or five and six this year. It looks like. Um, hopefully the, the, the cast can finish five and six, but you know, they've been, they've, they've struggled a little bit. Um, they've had some, some couple of games with some really, really bad injuries to where mm. they're playing uh, true freshmen. So it's never what you want. Um, but you know, they've competed. So you got to some silver linings. Of course. Of course. That's a great spin right there, my man. I knew you would have it in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens with the cats. They got Rhode Island on yeah. Saturday. That'll be a good one. Down at URI. There you go. Let's All right. It. College football playoff. So I'm looking at Georgia and I'm saying to myself, might as well just hammer them for national champions. Am I wrong on that bet? Because like who can challenge them outside of maybe Alabama, but Bama hasn't looked that great either. I mean, LSU covered against them. Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, that's tough. Uh, I'd, I'd pick Georgia as well, yeah. not only because of how good their defense and offense has been, but the fact that they have two of the best quarterbacks in college football, you know, they have, uh, Bennett, right. Yep. Um, he's been going insane this year. Right. But he wasn't even the starter at the beginning of the season. It was JT Daniels who was also going insane until he got hurt. Right. And, you know, you see this in the college playoffs all the time, right? When a starting quarterback gets hurt, another guy comes in, you know, them having two of the best in the country is, I, I it's going to come out at some point. You it's know? the Alabama so, formula of Hurts and yeah, it's the Alabama Tua. formula, right? Yeah. So, you know, I still believe in Alabama, though. Bryce Young, Nick Saban, you can never count them out. I'd say that those two, but they're probably going to have to play each other in the SEC championship, right? If, yeah, if uh, Bama or if Georgia w- wins that, Bama is probably out. 
yeah, that'd be two losses for Alabama. Uh, we'll see what happens the rest of the way with the Michigans, the Michigan States of the world. But mm-hmm. it does seem like there's a big drop off, at least to me, from Georgia and Alabama. And then after all of that, yeah. I mean, Oklahoma I hasn't looked good. Yeah. Oklahoma hasn't looked good. Their new quarterback is doing better. They look better with him, but still they're playing a true freshman, you know, so. Right. Tough. Georgia all the way. I think that's the play. All right, let's get into a little betting angle here, TK. And I'm really delighted to know that you are very much in this space. So what is your strategy usually? Do you have a sport you go for? Uh, Do you sort of just kind of go with a touch and go sort of uh, methodology? Yeah, I think college football is the easiest. Um, I feel like mid, mid level college football, like not the, well, sometimes the Bama, the, you know, the Georgia, but I think like finding the Appalachian state, like (laughs) the Sunbelt conferences, the Mac, those are those, if you want to make money, that's where you make money. Right. Okay. Uh, You look at who's scoring points. I'm, I've made a lot of money on team totals. Um, so I'll look at, right, Western Michigan, just bet their team total every single time they play another MAC team, especially in and bet the first half team total if the other MAC team lets up a million points, which they all do. So it is really just free money out there. But I think people don't people don't want to do that research or anything. Right. They just want to bet on, oh, Alabama's playing, you know, New Mexico State, 51 and a half. Yeah, let's, let's root for that, you know? Right. That's a public that's- money play right there, right? Yeah, that's a that's an easier like kind of strategy is just bet on the good teams. But you know, there's a lot of, a lot of money to be made in those mid-major games. <laughs> so anybody, anybody uh, that Western Michigan team total over, you can just count on that hit in every game. Yeah. The research is not needed because we have it right here on lock it in with Cam Rogers, Trevor Knight's best bets here of the weekend. You've got one that you are a mortal lock on. Do you want to go to that one first? Yeah, we can go to that one okay. first. Let's hear um, it. I like the over of 72 in the Pitt North Carolina game. Okay. I think that's just as long as the weather, uh, that's that game's actually tonight. So Ooh. I don't know if this, I don't know if this podcast is going to come out. We're tonight. going live today. So perfect. So yeah, hopefully you get this in tonight. Um, but this is going to be, there's going to be a lot of points scored, you know, there's going to be a lot of points. scored. I'll just... <laughs> Believe him folks. Believe him. What else we got? Um, you know, I, I, again, I love the matching. Um, I'd take Cincinnati covering over South Florida. Okay. Just because South Florida has been very bad this year. And What's Cincinnati, the number that you have? Um, the number I have for that is, uh, 23. Okay. I think that's reasonable. So I'd def- yeah. I'd definitely take them at 23. Um, you know, South Florida has just been bad. You know, they have not been good. So, you know, and Cincinnati needs, really needs a game where they just, abs- they need to start killing teams, right? If they want any consideration, that's that's pretty much what the committee said. You need to start, you're playing these games too close. So I think this is their backs against the wall. You know, I wouldn't put my mortgage on that 23, but I'd put it, I believe in it. Yeah, you would think Cincinnati is one of the more motivated teams right now i also would argue trevor that the sooners are as well they're on the outside looking in and they're undefeated so like they have yeah. baylor this week minus five and a half i think i mean i like that play on the sooners yeah i like the play on the sooners too um again they got a 
another great coach. You always got to look at the coaches too. Like who's going to get their team ready for a game. I think Lincoln Riley will get them ready for the game. Yeah. Um, and there are some other games like UMaine is playing UMass this week. Uh, UMass just lost by, I think two scores, two touchdowns to URI. I'd probably take, I'd probably take Maine in this game. They they I don't know. They don't have a line yet for it, but they might be uh, dogs to UMass or even if they're, I just take a money line. I, I think they'll win that game. UMass. Oh my gracious. The elite of the elite in the FBS. <laughs> I mean, yeah. are they going to move back down? They have to like, oh. yeah, they, they should. Them and UConn should just join the CAA. Yeah. Quite literally. I mean, UConn just got a new head coach, Jim Mora. I don't know if you saw that, but yeah. So that'll be, um, that'll be interesting to see for them. You know, hopefully they can turn that around. I'd also take army, um, over Bucknell, whatever the spread is, there hasn't been a spread out for it yet. But Army okay. over Bucknell, they're going to, uh, you know, with the problem with Army's offense, right? Is is like if you if you're on Clemson, right? You can run plays that you can just know you're not going to score. Army's offense, like they play in a box, you know. There's no that's how they score. Right. It's every play that you think wouldn't score, so they might score a million points on. Uh, on Bucknell sorry Bucknell but it's going to be a rough weekend for them Oof, I feel like it's hard to handicap the triple option teams you know the navies and the armies of the world right mm-hmm. it is you know but you just got to see what type of defense they're playing are they a defense that lets up a ton of rushing yards right yeah yes it's going to be you know it's going to be a long game all right you got some plays this weekend I like it a lot of college yeah. football you, the mid-major games can I ask you about my Terrapins? They take on Michigan State. I mean, I think it's like minus 13 Michigan State coming off an embarrassing loss. I would hammer the Spartans in my opinion, but you got any thoughts? I'll take, I'll take uh, the Terps plus 14 and a half. I'll buy them up to 14 and a half. Okay. All right. You know, you got to find an angle where you can still root for your team. I know. I just can't, man. I mean, I was all over Penn State minus 10 against us last weekend in College Park and lo and behold it happened we're just so small we can't compete in the big time my man but you know maybe they'll call me and play quarterback we'll see what happens but yeah all right well tk appreciate you uh, dishing out some of these best bets here for this weekend the people will appreciate that so obviously i'm going to see you pretty soon you'll be up in nashua maybe at billiards for thanksgiving eve we should do a live show at the bar let's just do that <laughs> let's talk about the match team rogers team fred we're doing golf again I'm 0-7 lifetime. I could use a pep talk of some sort. I'm very confident in my chances this year. So you should probably vote for Team Rogers. But where are you at? Yeah. You know, I'll vote for Team Rogers just because at some point, right? At at, at some point, <laughs> you're gonna get a win. You know? so, Regression to the mean. It has to happen, right? It has to happen, you know. For you, I just say, you know, you got nothing to lose. There's there's you got nothing to lose. Play just loose. Give it, give it every, everything you got, you know. So I'll actually send you a video clip of, uh, ever seen a Bronx tale? No, no. There's a great clip, um, where these big bikers, they're like these mafia guys, these big bikers are all rowdy coming into this bar where their mafia guys are being real disrespectful to them. And you know, the mafia guy asks them to leave and the, and, uh, they say, Oh, sorry, we'll be respectful. And then he's like, okay, whatever. I'll give them another chance. Right. And then they started throwing, beers at the at the uh at the bartender and then he locks the door on him 
right? And he goes up to him. He's like, now, now you can't leave. And then he starts beat. They just start beating the bag out of all these bikers, you know. But it's a good, it's a good right mindset thing, you know. You just gotta lock them in and just <laughs> have your way with them, you know. They don't respect you. Oh God, I don't think Fred respects me. In fact, his goal is to get to ten. He's like, yeah, I'm going to ten. I'm like, Fred, that ain't happening, my man. Yeah, no respect. You know, he's overlooking getting to eight. He is. He <laughs> Dude, also, I need like a pregame playlist from you. If you can share with me anything at all, I'm sure you have something on Spotify or Apple or whatever. I got I something could... on Apple Music. Yeah, I got a nice, it's called the Get Right 21. It's a great, get play, Love it. great play. It'll get you right. And I'm on Apple Music too. I was afraid to admit it, but it's good to hear that you're on it as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll take all the hate from it. <laughs> There you go, brother. All right, Trevor Knight, former UNH quarterback and, of course, founder of TKQB Academy. It's great catching up with Trevor, as always. TK, appreciate it, man. I'll see you soon, all right? Yeah, thank you for having me on, man. You got it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.